Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get the lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. But I'm going to tell you this we ain't done yet. Howdy and welcome back to the Ineligible Podcast. I am Will Stone. He is Chase Caldwell. And as of today, I believe it's 24 days until football season. All I know is that it's three weeks from Saturday. So that's that's what's on my mind. Uh, it's it's that time in the in the year where you know we've got the fall camp updates. We got practice videos of uh, of of our players stretching and going through some pretty basic drills, but it still seems like like three weeks feels so long, but uh, you know, like it, it just can't get her soon enough. So I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting antsy over here, Chase. Yeah, I am too. I'm sitting here moving around my camera. Uh, <laughs> you know, I have, I have my camera like right where, like you're like right next to it. That way, it makes it look like oh, I'm looking right. at my camera. A little yeah. peek behind the curtain there for the zero people watching. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> the. Uh, it, I didn't line it up quite right today, so I, I just couldn't see you at all. <laughs> uh, oh, so it's fixed almost, now. We're good. We're good. I almost spit my drink out when you said that. <laughs> hey, we, we, since you said that, we're already up to two. So. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, pretty pretty straightforward episode today. We're going to wrap up the AM roster uh, preview with linebackers and DBs um, or back seven as we have on our on our banner. Um, yeah. Uh, unless there's anything pressing that, 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 that you want to get out before we get into it. Um, I guess maybe some show notes uh, next year or ne- next year, next week, we're going to start the uh, schedule breakdown. We'll do a, a two parter there Monday, Wednesday. And then um, uh, we have some, uh, some exciting things in the works after that, but. Oh yeah. Um, More I big news. I, more big news. Yeah. I do have, I do have one thing. Um, I, I posted my second blog post today, uh, at the ineligibles.com and I didn't expect to get a lot of run, especially not right away, but, uh, it was about advanced stats. And when I posted it to Twitter, I tagged, uh, Bill Connolly, who has been a big influence on me. And he, I mentioned him throughout the article and he retweeted it to his large following on Twitter. <laughs> so, um, I've been, uh, 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 there's been some increased traffic on the ineligibles.com. So, um, uh, if, if that has brought you to this podcast, uh, thank you for listening. Um, yeah. Um, I, I just want to say congratulations, Will, cause I know you're, you're sports you. hero. Um, you tweeted him, he retweeted you. That's gotta be a good feeling. Um, my, my sports journalism hero, uh, I, I made him a great logo, tweeted it to him, and then he he didn't even like it or nothing. I, uh, I got no response. So uh, can't imagine how you're feeling currently because it just didn't happen to me. But, uh, you know, he, he liked your first tweet, but uh, he did. I, I I'm still in the camp of I don't think he saw it. 
I don't uh, think he did. I think he would have used it if he did. Maybe I'll go back and tag him in it and be okay. like, but we'll see. Um, well, yeah, at first, uh, at first, Bill just liked my tweet. I was like, oh, that, that, that's kind of him to like it. You know, uh, he probably likes a lot of things. Well, then yeah. he retweeted it, and then I started getting like, uh, you know, interaction from from people that that follow him that have no idea who I am. So yeah, it, I saw it, that it, you it, had it, some it good cool. good interaction coming through there. I saw some of the like replies and people you retweeted. Um, yeah, uh, it was uh, it was kind of shocking, but um, it's uh, it's, it's it's motivating, I guess. You know, just uh, to keep keep putting pen to paper or in this day and age, keep putting fingers to keys and, and keep writing stuff <laughs> and, and see how we do. But, um, so linebackers and DBs, um, you know, with, with, with the way that football's played now, it's kind of, you know, like, uh, like there's not a lot of like three linebacker sets, you know, like, or like even in a three, four, you know, your outside linebackers are kind of your edge guys. So, you know, there's not a like. I bet we covered more people in the D line episode than we will today. I, w- I would think, just because there's so many D linemen. But um, when it comes to to linebackers, you know, back in back in our day, uh, Chase, mm-hmm. watching some of those those AM defenses, we didn't have the best linebacker play. And um, sometimes it was freshmen, sometimes it was walk-ons, and uh, we couldn't get much much depth going. Um, but it seems like that's really been the opposite since Jimbo got here. You know, that first year we had Alaka and Dotson and then Buddy Johnson stepped up and now Adrian Cooper stepping up. Um, it's, it's fun to watch. <laughs> it's fun to watch our defense again. Yeah, it is. And, and sorry, I was, I was a little distracted there. I went and tagged late kick Josh in that, that picture again. <laughs> I said, still super sad. You didn't like this photo. Um, yeah. Um, uh, you know, we we had back when we were we we're there. Um, I was a DB manager, so DBs have always been my favorite. And every year, I would come in like, "Man, our DBs are going to be fantastic this year." And and even still, looking back, I I, I think that that group of uh, defensive backs specifically kind of got a bad rep because you heard a lot of oh, we can't defend the wheel route and and stuff. But there was a lot of nuances to the game that we were playing back then that um, that led to that outside of just bad DB play. Because I think we had a lot of great defensive backs when we were there. Um, mm-hmm. Armani and and um, Shazer and Devontae Harris and all those guys. Um, so they get a bad rep, but it was really like, it just never seemed like we could get something figured out at linebacker. And it was for various reasons, like you said. Um, But, you know, sometimes it was injury. Sometimes we were just too thin. Sometimes we just didn't recruit any linebackers in in certain classes. Um, So it was, it, it, it was a weak link of our team for, for quite some time. So, I think everybody has has silently wanted that to be. Um, I don't know. I say everybody. I'm just going to speak for myself here. I, that's what I've wanted the most um, from our team is the back seven to really be a force to be reckoned with, um, yeah, or to be reckoned crewed with. But um, <laughs> it's a uh, it's something that I I see. 
I see coming. Like I really do think that this group that we have uh, can get us to that level of defensive back play that that I want to see. You know, the the Alabamas and uh, LSU's of the world. You know, through the past history, um, there was a time where Texas had a really good defensive back group. Uh, you know, so you think about some of those different teams that had really, really solid groups. It's almost hard to fathom what it would be like for me because I'm like, ah, well, that's always – you kind of always think of it as going to be the weak link. But right. But with the talent that we have at these two positions, I think it's time that we, we see that corner change or, or we see that – we turn that corner, I guess I should say. Yeah. Um, because – we really have the talent there. We've seen improvement there over the past several years, but uh, it's just been getting better and better. And it seems like each class will get like a five star guy to put there, or right. you know, really high rated four star that comes in and does really good. But then there's still some holes in other parts of you know corner. We have a hole here, and so we fill it with a a good corner. But then now we even have a drop on the other end, and um. And so I think this is a year that we um, we begin to turn that corner if we haven't already. Yeah. Uh, the, the question for me is going to be, what is it going to look like? Because we lost Elko, so what difference are we going to see in the defensive backfield um, that might actually help us to turn that corner, you know? Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. And, um, you know – it seemed like like back in the day, like we were always counting on uh, a transfer, a transfer or a JUCO, or like, hey, we, like we need this freshman to come in and we need him to start right now because we don't have anybody. Um, and it's it just it's it's not that way anymore. Um, you know, I, and you know, it's been with a great D line. It's been with Elko, who's a great DC. But our run defense has been very very good, um, and it's due to the D line and the linebackers. Um, and the secondary has stepped up. You know. Like uh, they kind of had a down year that first year under under Jimbo, um, but bounced back in a big way uh, ever since. And um, with the talent that we're starting to compile um, at linebacker and especially at DB, um, it's got the makings of a of of one of the nation's best defenses for you know at least for the next three or four years. Yeah, I think so. I, and and. DB, it's it's ridiculous the the speed and talent that we have there, um, and and linebacker in a way, it could be argued that it's the weak point of our defense, and it also could be argued that it's the strong point of our defense. Like that, yeah. there's there's, it's kind of a weird place because if you look at how, and it's hard too because linebacker, you're never going to have as many players as you're going to have at the other positions. Um, but like if you're looking just on paper and star rankings and all of that, well, that's a weak link. But you look at some of the guys that are playing linebacker for us, and and man, they're fantastic players, and mm-hmm. and they're guys that that really make plays. Um, you know, Edron Cooper, we've we've already mentioned him, and we're just now to the linebacker episode, and he he's going to be an absolute stud. I mean, here he is, and so um, you you've got that's a that's the that's the interesting thing about linebackers is you're not going to have a ton of players at that position on any team. Um, so it can be a make or break type position, but it, it is interesting to me to see how 
different our defense has been in the past couple of years. Um, granted, it may be quite a bit different now without Elko, but um, you know, for a while with someone, we were highly dependent on that linebacker position to do everything. You know, I go back to the wheel route I was talking about before. You know that that got us burned a lot. And, and we would blame the corners, but it really came down to the linebackers missed assignments or something like that. And um, I don't know, the way that we have played defense the past couple of years, it's almost like the linebackers are there to just clean up. They're not really yeah. there to make the play. And, and it's, it's kind of a difference in scheme, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not that, that intelligent when it comes to football to be able to tell you exactly <laughs> – why it's that way it just seems like we just need a couple good guys at linebacker and we'll be we'll be great because we just need them to do their do their job and not yeah be the defense you know yeah well and, and like with as strong as the front four is um and as deep as it is um you know it it makes it so much easier on on whoever isn't linebacker you know like yeah. they've got you know open lanes and like you know there's not a, there's not an offensive guard, you know, coming to, to hit them in the mouth. <laughs> and like they've got, they've got big bodies in front of them that are, that are taking up double teams. I remember, I think it was Buddy Johnson after uh, the South Carolina game in 2020 in the COVID year. And we, and we just destroyed South Carolina that year. I think they, they scored three points. Um, but, but Buddy Johnson got on Twitter after the game and he was like, I hardly had any tackles because like our D line wouldn't even let the guys get to me. <laughs> like, yeah. like they were like, they were making all the tackles in that game <laughs> because they well, were just so dominant. And that, that's kind of to my point there, we had a really good D line, you know, even in the pretty much all of someone's tenure. Um, but it was like pass, ru- pass rush you, you know, we, we could, yeah. we could pass, pass rush. I can't say that word right now for some reason. We could pass rush like nobody's business, but we we had terrible run defense. Like we just could yeah. not have any kind of run defense for some reason. And um, I think I think with this group we've seen, and and maybe the change in scheme as well, we've seen it to where it's exactly like what you're saying. You know, you didn't. Buddy Johnson was a fantastic linebacker, but there was times where he didn't even have to make a play because <laughs> it wasn't needed. You know, so. Yeah. Um, it, it, and it's it's where you know the the uh, I just went blank on what the what the phrase is, but um, the whole is equal to the sum of the parts or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, where yeah. where the you know when when every position is good and there's not a weak position, then that strengthens what might be considered the weaker position to be the strong suit. You know, and and that's. It's an interesting perspective, I guess, but um, yeah, that's actually um, that's something that I thought about with like with with just where this team overall is going, mm-hmm. um, and it's like like they are they are stockpiling like five stars at every spot, but I think of that 2019 LSU team like on especially on their defense, like I think like they were all really good, but none of them were like great. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it made them all look better because, like, like the D line did their job well, and it made the secondary better, and yeah. you know that made the linebackers better. And um, I, I think it, there's something too, like, like being like 
being greater than, than just the sum of your parts. Like right. it's like a it's like a multiplying effect when uh and, and we talked about George's offense last week. When your defense is that good, it makes your offense better, you know, and, yeah. and takes the pressure off of them. But um, it's, it's definitely an, an exciting time uh, to be an AM fan and, and to, to have the roster that we have. Um, I do want to sing. I do want to sing Cooper's praises here for a bit because if we had to, you know, if we had to make a list of the top three or top five players on this team, um, I, I'd have to find a place for him in there somewhere. Like he's, yeah. like he's just that good. And maybe you know. I don't think linebacker is as deep as, you know, say D-line or defensive back. But at the top of the line with with Cooper and with Andre White, like that's two really, really good linebackers. And I I think Cooper could be an All-American by the time the year's over. Um, He's just that – like he's the perfect modern-day linebacker where he's got got the requisite height and size. He's got long arms. He's got speed. You know, he's he's playing sideline to sideline. He's covering running backs. Um, he's downhill. Like he's, he's really the total package. And, um, Mm -hmm. I think, I think he's, he's set for a big, big year. I think so too. He's playing his best game. Um, and, and he was very impressive this past season. Um, he's been, he, he stood out at, at the spring game. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned he stood out at practice the other day. I, I think he's, he's the natural leader that's that's emerging of this group um that we've seen of our linebackers under Jimbo because you know we've seen our linebackers with Hansford and with um Buddy Johnson and these guys under Jimbo really come up and be the the leader of the defense and um I think he's that that natural progression uh, but the guys that we have there with him you can't you can't judge them based on stars or recruiting rankings or anything like that because um, they're, to me, at least going off of specifically last year, they really kind of were the next guy up mentality. It right. was like we, we'd put some of them in and, and you didn't see a drop-off in, in linebacker play. And uh, I like that. I, I look forward to seeing that at every position, but – if there's one position I can say that it's really like, it's really been like that. It's linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. And, um, you know, like with these other guys, like we just haven't seen them play that much. Like we've, we've seen them in spring games and mm-hmm. something that's been encouraging, but we just don't really know. Um, the guy that we have seen is Andre White. You know, I feel like he's been yeah. playing, you know, he's been getting in the rotation for the past two seasons at least. Um, and I, I think I said this on the, on the show on Monday, but, I, I don't know when I've seen him in person last or seen him up close, but that, that's a that's a big dude. He's that's a much big bigger. boy. He's much yeah. bigger than I thought he was. Um, oh yeah. He's he's. I mean, he's a fourth year guy now. You know, he's he's filled out. He's been in the weight room. Um, so with, with those two, like that's a that's a very very strong duo in linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, with these other guys, like you know, Chris Russell and Terry and Lee are both fourth year players, and, and both have shown some flashes. You know, does one of them, you know find their way into the rotation a little bit more. Um, what about a Martrell Harris, who's super athletic? Uh, Ish Harris, who, um, you know, I think Ish may have been the lowest rated player in the class besides the kicker. And I thought he looked great in the spring game. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he went from playing like – like he played at a small school and was like uh, quarterback, running back, receiver, punter, kicker, holder, uh, 
safety corner <laughs> linebacker yeah. and edge rusher. <laughs> yeah. And then he, he finally just gets to be a linebacker and he looked pretty good doing it. So um, yeah. I, th- I think the future is pretty bright at that spot, especially when you factor in uh, they have a commitment from the best linebacker in the country in, in the senior class. Yeah, hopefully we hold to that because we didn't end up holding to that this past class, you know. So, right. Um, but you know, that's that's our uh, that's our big fish so far in this upcoming recruiting class. So hopefully, hopefully that uh, sticks. So, <laughs> um, yeah. well, I I mean linebackers, I I really am, I really am confident that at that position. Um, even though there are guys that we haven't seen as much, I just, like I said, it's, it's been, it's been the position since Jimbo's been here that I haven't had to worry about at all. And, um, that's really cool to be able to say because for so long it was, it was a meme among A&M fans of, can you play linebacker? (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so so I really, really do feel that way now that it, yeah. it's a position that I'm not really worried about. Yeah. So I, I've got a question before I move on. Um, so like, as far as like the, the, the key to this defense and the key to them being, being elite once again, um, do you think if, if, if both linebackers stay healthy and don't miss any games, do you think this is a top, top 10 defense, potentially Absolutely. top five? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it'd be hard not to, not to be because and that, that's even if hopefully we don't have any kind of injury at linebacker. But even even with some of that, the the sheer size that we have at the position, um, you know, and Alante made a joke, backers aka DEs, like there there's guys that we have at at, uh, at uh, on the line that are just so massive that uh these guys could be playing defensive end on on another team you know yeah and yeah, and we got them playing no linebacker because they're so athletic at their size so and that's across the board that goes for the whole defense so um yeah I, I do think it can be but but I don't think it hinges on linebackers I think it hinges on RDBs and and so that's where whenever I'm looking at okay how are our corners and safeties gonna gonna play you know how are they gonna pan out i'm very confident there and that's what then puts me at the yeah i think we could be a top 10 defense maybe a top five defense yeah um but i think the linebackers just uh hey we need you to fill this role and we need you to play for the team and and i think they do i think we've got that position on lock with that you know yeah yeah i'm right there with you on that Hey, football fans, join the next generation of fantasy football with Rainmakers Football, their first ever NFT fantasy game from DraftKings. It's the only NFT fantasy game licensed by the NFLPA. Now you can play all season for millions in prizes by building the ultimate NFT franchise. Right now, everyone can get their first full roster starter pack for free. Playing Rainmakers is simple. Buy, sell, bid, and win player card NFTs of the biggest names in the game through regular drops and auctions on DraftKings Marketplace. Craft lineups of athletes from your NFT collection and earn points for touchdowns, receptions, and more, just like daily fantasy football. Build your NFT franchise and enter free Rainmakers football contests all season long to compete for millions in prizes. The next generation of fantasy sports is here. 
Download the DraftKings Daily Fantasy app now, sign up with promo code TPPN, click the Rainmakers tile, and opt in to get your first card free. Plus, play for millions in prizes all football season while building the ultimate NFT fantasy franchise with Rainmakers Football. That's promo code TPPN. Build, play, win. Only at DraftKings. Contest entries dependent on type and number of NFTs held. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. Uh, so, so DBs. Um, mm-hmm. You want to start with AJ? Yeah. Uh, um, I'll start with both Johnson and, and uh, Damani. Yeah. I mean, if, if there's two guys that I want to or that I would put up there as being the best in the country, it's those two right away. And that, that's not even getting into all these other guys that we've got to talk about because there's a lot of them. But those two right there being our, our glue to this defensive back group, that gives me a ton of confidence. You know, yeah. that, that is a, um, I mean, Antonio Johnson, I, I think is going to, he's going to make a lot of money in the NFL. Yeah. And he's going to have a, a long career there. Um, he, to me is, has been the best defensive back I can remember watching. I mean, he just, he just really impresses me every time he's out there and, and just excites me just to know that he's on our team. Yeah. Um, but then Damani, Damani's a, a leader. He's been a leader since he stepped on the field as a freshman. Yeah. And um, that that's just – now he's a senior, which I can't believe that four years has gone by that quick. But, <laughs> it's crazy, um, right? It, it's it's uh, having him back is a big, big benefit to us. And um, to have those two as, as being you know, the glue with – I'm sure they'll keep – AJ at nickel and, and Damani back at safety, of course, but um, that, that gives me a lot of confidence in the unit as a whole. But then when you look at the guys around them and the talent that we have around them, man, (laughs) like I can't wait to watch them. I I can't wait. I I fully expect to be the defensive back group. um, Like I talked about, earlier of you know lsu had had guys like that for a while uh, texas had guys like that for a bit um alabama always has has really good defensive backs and yeah um and i'm sure there's other teams i'm i haven't called but that's what <coughs> i've always wanted to see but there was a part of me that wondered if i ever would and looking at the group that we have it would shock me if they weren't that good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on, on Antonio, yeah. Talk about Cooper being a top three player. Um, Antonio is, is, is one a and one B with, with a chain as, as far as best players on the team. Um, and I think he'll be a first round draft pick come, come in, 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 the, in this coming May in 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the NFL draft analysts that, yeah, I've seen on on Twitter are, are are already salivating over Antonio Johnson. Um, you know, he's like the perfect, the perfect like slot corner, kind of like hybrid player. You know, he's six yeah. three, two hundred pounds, but uh, you know he's big and and long arm, but he can run and cover. 
and he's fluid and he can come down and hit you. I mean, yeah. like one of our biggest highlights, I know it was against Prairie View, but um, he just absolutely crushed the Prairie View quarterback on a blitz. Um, he, he can do it all. And, you know, I, I thought they might move him back to safety. Um, Cause I think that that might be his most, his most natural spot, but um, with the emergence of, of Jordan Gilbert, I think they're going to keep him at nickel. And I kind of, I kind of love it because, you know, I want him playing as close to the ball as possible. You know, like, yeah. He's kind of that chess piece. You can move him around wherever you're like, if say if Bama's got a, you know, a great slot receiver, we can be like, Hey, Antonio, we need you to cover this guy. Uh, or if, you know, you need him to play in the box and, you know, and play the run a little bit more, he can do that too. Like he's right. He gives you so much flexibility on the back end. And then Damani, like, you know, this is fourth year as a starter, you know, he's, he's picked off two different Alabama quarterbacks in his career. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and uh, I hope he continues. Well, I, I guess they have, it's the same quarterback they had last year, but I hope he makes it three out of four games where he gets a pick against Alabama. So, sure. Um, and uh, yeah, like, like he, it, it is crazy that, that it's gone by that fast with the money because I remember like that recruitment was a big win over Texas in mm-hmm. Jimbo's first full class. And, um, you know, he, day one starter started ever since. Um, has has been great. Look, I mean, it'll probably be even better this year. And um, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to see it. But uh, and then you know, in terms of safeties, when you look at depth, like you know, I talked about Jordan Gilbert. Um, he's your starting safety right now. He's taking uh, he's taking the place of Leon O'Neill, who's uh, who's who's departed. And we love Leon. We love him. You know, he he, yeah. he, he really grew as a person here. Grew as a player. Loves A and M. I think Jordan. I think he's good enough to keep there from being too much of a drop off. Um, sure. I think he's got you know a similar mentality as Leon. He's got speed. Um, he's a physical player. And I'll tell you, like one of the freshmen I love the most out of that whole freshman class is Bryce Anderson. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they put him in safety or put him in nickel, but you know, I think whenever we go against those teams like an Ole Miss or Mississippi State that like to go four wide and go fast, yeah, I think we 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 get an extra DB on the field. I think. You know, he might be a first off the bench type. Yeah, I think so too. Um, he's just he's more of a ready made player, but but the other two that that the other two freshmen and Jacoby Matthews and Jared Kerr, also both very highly rated players, very oh, yeah. good players. Uh, but Bryce Anderson just has has a little bit of that. It seems like he, he's um, one of those that understands the game a bit more coming out of high school. Yeah, um, and not just that he was the best athlete on the field, but that he was um, very knowledgeable about how to play the game, right. and and so I I would assume that he would be the the one of the group that would be the first off the bench if we need him. Yeah, um, you know, and he played quarterback in high school, and I, I kind of like that experience. You know, like he's, you know, like he played quarterback for so long, like he's got that, you know, he's seen the other side of it. Now he can play defense, like. Mm-hmm. When he knows when he knows offense so well, I think I, I, most DBs you sign are just full time DBs. Maybe they play a little bit of receiver, but it's typically not a quarterback who's who's running the whole offense in high school, and then they're <laughs> yeah. then they're a DB. But it's, it's 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 pretty cool. Yeah, and and that's what that's one part of recruiting that I I can't begin to understand. Um, where you could go look at a quarterback and be like, man, he'd make a great defensive back. Um, <laughs> But we did it with uh, with Brandon Williams and yeah. uh, going from running back to to and and I remember that conversation of because uh, I was there for that one where it was like well hey if you make this move 
you're more likely to go into the NFL. And yeah. um, that that was a really interesting thing for me to see um, from coaches. But, yeah, how they can evaluate that way, I don't know. Um, I know that there's a process and that they've been doing it long enough that they know how to do it. But uh, yeah. for me, whenever I watch the tape, I'm like, how does this translate to defensive back? Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to, how to view that. Um, yeah. But I'm not that good of an evaluator. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Well, and, and as, as good as the safeties are, um, I think this is the deepest cornerback roster that, that I've ever seen at AM. Oh, by far. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Cause um, hopefully we'll see miles Jones play again this year. Cause that last year, not not this past year, but the one before, right? He was playing. I mean, I I've never been. I, I just got through saying that I've never seen a uh, defensive back as good as Antonio Johnson. But Miles Jones, his his footwork and just the way that he moved was so um was just. I, I've never seen anything like it. Um, it was he, he was, yeah, it, it just he has the perfect technique and um so i hope that he gets one last year of being super healthy to where he can he can really go out and shine and show that and hopefully play his way into the nfl yeah um but uh his counterpart jalen oh my gosh what a what a what a great player came in you know um ready made right out right out of the gate uh Everybody during his recruitment, it was like he's probably the most ready-made out of any DB in his whole class, and and we saw that. I mean, from day one, he was he was out there on the field and and playing um, very well, and and he might have been the first in his class to even see the field, you know. Yeah. Um. And but he's he's done good. I mean, he he's coming off a sophomore year, so um. I would venture to say I, I think he played a little bit better as a freshman than than a sophomore. Not to uh, downtrod him, but you know you always hear about the sophomore slump. Right. If he had a sophomore slump, I guess what I'm trying to say is if that was his slop, sophomore slump last year, I can't wait to see what he's going to look like this year. <laughs> you yeah. know, because I mean, well, and, and I'm um, pretty sure he had, he had a surgery on his shoulder in the off season. So, oh really? Um, it, it could have been something like that where he was was banged up, but just kind of played through it because. Really, when you look sure. back at last year, um, if he had missed a game, I, I don't know even who our cornerbacks would have been at that point because right. you didn't have Miles Jones, you didn't have Brian George, you didn't have Josh Moten. Um, you already played a freshman in Tyreek Chappelle. Uh, I mean, it, it was it was thin, it was bare bones last year, and like to have the turnaround to this year, you know, like like it's 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 such a boost for this defense and. You know, it's it's competition. Like the guys we already talked about, you know, uh, Jalen Jones and Miles Jones. Uh, you know, if even if Miles was healthy, I think one of them would have been on the bench to start because Tyreek Chappelle's so good. Definitely. Um, he was a freshman All-American last year. And, um, you know, he's that – like like Jalen and Miles are big corners. And, and, like, they're still great corners. But, like, Chappelle's that, like, kind of that prototype, you know, six foot, 180, but just, like, Super fluid, super fast, uh, mm-hmm. can cover, loves to hit. I love that about him. But, yeah, um, you know, you, you've got him. You still got Brian George, who yeah. uh, I, I forget's on the team until I saw him practice the other day. And I'm like, he looks pretty good. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and then this freshman class is just, there's there's never been a better 
class of defensive backs at a and than this one that we just signed. It's it's absolutely filthy. It's an embarrassment of riches for sure. Um, but but and that's that's we didn't even mention Moten. Um, yeah. Or Deuce. I mean, it, both of them both, both good are, players are going to be great <laughs> players, and so um, I, I expect to see them a lot this year. Uh, assuming, of course, I don't know anything about injuries, but, um, but yeah, get, diving into the freshman class, like we got Smoke Bowie, you know, who, who um, I didn't see even that we would that we would even land him, and we did. Um, Denver Harris was like, there was a time during the recruitment class where we were talking about like, what if we landed everybody in Houston, which <laughs> which we did a pretty good job of doing. Um, right. And but it was always like, yeah, but Denver Harris, he's not going to come. And then he, you know, he's part of the group. Um, but uh, Bobby Taylor and Groves Killebrew, too, like all guys that any team out there would be begging to have. Uh, yeah. And um, now, how many of them get like legitimate playing time? I don't know, but I like to think, especially at, at DB, DB is probably the most rotating position on the field. Um, it may be D line. You could you could argue the two, but, right. and that's the key on defense is like, you want to be able to rotate because, uh, you want to rotate on offense too. Don't get me wrong, but on defense, it's, there's an added level of fatigue that you get because every play you're going off of, well, what are they going to do? You know, versus offense, you're like, here's what we're going to go do. Yeah, and and so um, there's a little bit of an added bit of fatigue, and when you have this many five stars and four stars on your on your uh, defensive back list, I mean, man, it's that's that's crazy. Yeah, sorry, I think I just realized that I've been talking into my AirPods the whole time, so I'm a little pissed off about that. But you have now that you talk in your other, I can tell. Um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm telling you from my end, and welcome back to. <laughs> I, I'm telling you from my end, I I never hear it until you make that switch. So like, at least your AirPods sound good <laughs> because yeah. uh, when you make the switch, I'm like, whoa, yeah, it sounds way better. Yeah. Um, but it but they normally sound good enough that I I wouldn't be able. I need to do a better job of that, I guess. Yeah. Um, Hey, I want to uh, since we since we got a pause here, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer uh, Pierce's question here. This is a good question. All right, who do y'all see as new voice leader for the defense after Leon? Um, I'll say mine, and then we'll uh, I'll pass it to you because you might Sounds disagree. Um, but I think Damani. I think Damani is going to be um, that senior leadership guy. Um, he's like I said earlier. He he was day one starter, literally. I mean, during fall camp, he was already starting, and so um, I think he's he's that that uh, that guy here that he's got the tenure, he's got the experience, and um, he just needs to be a bit more vocal. And I think I think we've started to see more of that from him here lately. But I will say, just because I personally know him. He's a bit of a quiet guy in general. So, <laughs> yeah. But on the field, he he is pretty vocal. So, um, yeah. I uh, I do think it would be Demani. Who who uh, who would you go with? Well, it's a good question, and I, I don't think anybody's going to be as a uh, as as vocal as Leon. <laughs> I think yeah. he might. He might. Uh, he maybe might Bobby be. one day. <laughs> maybe Bobby. Yeah. Um, although I saw that Aggie Cam thing that they that they do with the players and. Uh, 
it was most talkative and everyone said uh, Brian George is most talkative. <laughs> so, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Um, but if you took Damani, yeah, I, I think I, I would definitely have Damani like in that group. I mean, he's definitely a leader on this defense. But um, I, I think I'll go Edrin Cooper. You know, um, yeah, I, I like having a linebacker that's you know kind of in the middle of everything, quarterback in the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's tough it's tough for a lineman to do it unless you're just like you know Miles Garrett that's just super respected and you can back it up with your play um and and, and really like like i get guys to listen to you and, and and whip them into shape but um i think cooper you know like he's he's in his third year now he's you know he's 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 learning a new defense but i think he's you know uh i think he'll pick that up just fine and um i think he's gonna lead the team in tackles and just be all over the place and get yeah. guys fired up and um you know between that and <laughs> Like if you leave the defensive line out of it, we know how good they are. But like the trio of of uh, of Coop and Damani and AJ, like that's a good trio to have in the middle of your defense. Like locking things down and and, and making sure everything's running the way it's supposed to. So um, it, it's a it's an exciting proposition. Like this this defense is is going to be something serious. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no doubt about it. Um, great question, Pierce. Uh, I love it. I love it. Appreciate it, Pierce. Um. Yeah, I, I think my, I was jacking my mic. I, I forgot to answer. I, I forgot to talk about these freshman guys, but um, it's as good as the freshman D line class was. And we've, you know, we've we talked about it ad nauseum, but this, this defensive back haul is, is just as good. Like, mm-hmm. like obviously with Bryce and, and, uh, and Jacoby and Jared Kerr at safety, but like Smoke Bowie and Denver Harris are. Like they might both push to start this year. If Gross Kilbury was healthy, he would push to start. I I love all the guys, but I, I liked his film the most out of all of them. I think he may be the lowest rated guy. But um, like if he's back, you know, if he gets back from that ACL, like back back to full, like 100 percent of what he was, then I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's going to be a player. And then Bobby, like like I think Bobby could play corner. He could play nickel. He could play safety. You know, he could play strong safety. Um, you know, he's it, very multiple. Very, <laughs> he is multiple <laughs> and we have multiple fronts <laughs> we're trying to be more multiple on defense but um yeah i think bobby's one of those chess pieces to where like um oh like if we're good at corner oh we can put him in safety oh if we're you know strong if we're strong at safety we can put him you know a nickel or corner somewhere else like uh like you said it's it's an embarrassment of riches like there's so much talent and depth and they all want to play, but they all can't play. So they're all going to be out there busting their butts, you know, trying to do the best they can to get some playing time. And that's going to like competition is going to breed excellence. And the guys that do play and get on the field are going to be like battle tested and they're going to have earned it. And Mm -hmm. you can really say that for pretty much every position on the team, because there's so much, there is so much depth and competition. Like the guys who make it out of that as starters and even guys that rotate in are going to be damn good players. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I'll i say that to just kind of put a bow on all of this that we're, we've been doing. Like, this is by far the best, the most biggest collection of talent that we've ever had at AM. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that. That's not, um, you can't even argue it. I mean, there's no, you can't. no arguing it. Um, and, and so uh, I would love to, 
to have the confidence to say like we're going to win the national championship this year. There's enough question marks that make me hesitate to say that. Right. Do we have the talent to be able to do it? There's no doubt about it. If we've ever had the talent, if we've ever had the coaching staff, this is the time is now, you know, yeah. to, to do that. Um, but if we don't do it this year, the talent that we have and how young most of these guys are, next year is going to be even better. And so I, I don't want to yeah. already put off this year by saying, well, next year. Um, but there's just question marks, and I'm sure there'll be question marks going into next year. But um, I don't know. It's just uh, it's hard for me to – it's hard to distinguish for me because I get excited this time of year every year about we're going to be better than ever. Yeah. And in this time I can, I can, and maybe even the past couple of years, each year I could tell that we were even better, you know, and yeah. this time I know because I've watched this long enough that this is the best collection of talent that we've ever had. So I want to be a realist and be like, Oh, but that doesn't mean that we're going to win the national championship. But at the same time, I want to look at it and say, call it what it is this is the best collection of talent we've ever had. So yeah, it's, it's reasonable to be excited about it, you know? Yeah. And like it is talented and a lot of it is young, but it's not like, it's not completely inexperienced, but right. um, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I, I was going to go there to, to finish this out because I think it's a good place to end. Um, this is definitively the most talent we've ever had. <laughs> like if you, if you go watch them guys, if you go watch those guys in person, uh, like, like like we did on Sunday, like it's it's just a different look. Like this team is big and fast and athletic, and like like the way they talked about Dallas Carter in Friday Night Lights. Like that's how they're gonna talk about A and M because yeah. they're big and they're fast and they're big. <laughs> 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 and uh, and yeah, like I've I've never seen anything like it at A and M. Um, you know, I, I said the same thing last season going into last year. I'm like, this is the best roster we've had. This one is is even better and even more equipped to yeah. to to you know hold up against a a grind of a schedule and and reach the other side. Um, and I know a big part of that's quarterback, but you know, I'm, I'm having a hard time being too too worried about it. Like, mm -hmm. I think we have three guys that are capable, and you know, two of them are third year guys, and one of them's a third year guy that's been here all three years and been in this system. And, um, like I said about competition, whoever wins is going to have earned it. Like it's, it's not decided right now. They still got scrimmages and practice. Like they've got to go and take the job, but, um, and I think people are pointing to next year and, you know, I think so too. I think, I think AM could be favored to win it next year, like going mm -hmm. in like preseason number one with as, as much talent they're going to have coming back. But, um, I'm the same way. I, I hate, I hate next year. Like I want to yeah. do it this year. <laughs> you know, like right. we might not have a chain next year. We might not have Antonio Johnson next year. Like let's do it with, with this group. Like this yeah. is as good, a, as good a group as any. So let's, let's, let's go out and do it. Well, I think you made a really good point there in that. Um, are there question marks out there? Yes. Are they valid question marks? Yes. Oh yeah. And you would think that if it's like, um, Oh, we're going to, I think I lost Chase. It's storming in Waxahachie. I may have lost it. Let's see if this works. 
Um, let, let me let me shoot a message. Okay, okay. There's Chase. He said, uh, "Internet went out. Uh, bring us home." So I will do just that. Um, I think I think Chase and I are on the same page. Um, you know, this roster is talented, and uh, there are question marks. There's question marks at uh, offensive line that we haven't seen play. There's, there's questions at defensive line with guys that are talented, but we haven't seen them play. Um, there's questions at receiver and tight end where there's a lot of young guys, a lot of talented young guys, but um, it's there's no reason to not be excited. And once we start seeing games, we're either going to be, you know, we're either going to, you know, have a realization that maybe we're not as good as we thought, or maybe we realize that, hey, we're even better than we thought. So that's why we can't wait for the season to get here is because when when we're able to see these guys that we haven't seen before in action, you know, against Sam Houston and then App State and then Miami, like we're going to learn a lot about this football team. And, you know, after after that stretch with with what we know, then then we can get on this on this podcast and say, hey, you know, maybe next year's the year or say, hey, no, this year's the year. This team can do it. Uh, and and, you know, <laughs> that that matchup on, you know, on October October 8th against Alabama, it's going to be as big as any. And um, we'll get into that next week. You know, there's uh, the, the schedule is very interesting. Um, we're going to do the first six games and then the last six games uh, on Monday and Tuesday, or Monday and Wednesday, respectively, because um, there's six games and then a bye week and then six more down the stretch. Um, and we're going to get into that. So we appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you listening uh, to all of our uh, roster breakdowns um, and, and we're excited to to talk about the schedule and uh, we've got some other things coming up as well but um, as always we appreciate it uh, make sure you're subscribed to all of our channels uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify um, check out theineligibles.com for some of our written content and we will see you on Monday <laughs> <laughs>